0: delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Write Jerry G-E-R-R-Y in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com.
1: Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices, get them all. I like where this is going.
0: Zenny.com, prescription glasses starting at 6.95. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. this is a special edition, a special weekend edition, a mini pod version of the Callahan podcast. I had to do it. I had to, uh, I had to do it because I have something to say, and I know I've been saying it for months. I've been talking about the lockdown, the the madness of the lockdown, the uh, insane overreaction to the virus to the china virus from various governors including the governor of massachusetts charlie baker a rhino if ever there was one uh along with cuomo and murphy and whitmer and lamont and and, and janet mills up in maine all these governors are just drunk with power and wielding it and ruining lives mayors to city councilors They're ruining lives. And I know someone like Charlie Baker doesn't know anybody who's affected by this. Everybody on his payroll is fine. He's fine. Their pensions are fine. They're not missing a day of work. And many of his supporters, you know, they don't have to go to work, but the checks are still coming. So they don't feel it. They don't know the damage they're doing. I've been trying to remind people or or tell people uh, what's going on out there. We've gone over the numbers. I believe we're up to. 5,000 bars and restaurants in Massachusetts that have gone under 5,000 out of approximately 15,000 in the state. It, it, this Our landscape is changing forever. Uh, there, there are streets in Boston where there are a dozen restaurants and bars that are not coming back. They're gone and they're not coming back. We've talked about some of the more famous ones, Fours and Cheers and the Poor House and There'll be many, many more before this is over. And as we know, Governor Baker, Governor Parker, as as Joe Biden calls him, does not care. We've seen him confronted by a restaurant owner who was going out of business, and Charlie gave him the back of his hand. Wouldn't give him the time of day. Just said, "Too bad. Here, I'm. I'm. I'm in charge here. I'm in control." And we know, we know that the bars and the restaurants aren't the real problem. We know. The real problem is in nursing homes. Nursing homes regulated and controlled by Charlie Baker. Perhaps it's you know to to shift the blame. It's not. It's not restaurants. It's not bars. And God knows it's not gyms. Which brings me um, to my story. I've told you this. Told you this, Dave, for a few weeks. Uh, this is personal now because a gym a gym that I've belonged to for years that my wife works at, that my kids have gone to. It's a neighborhood gym in Andover that, uh, has been there for 32 years and they just announced the owners, uh, friends, Alex and Diane, and noticed that they're, they, they can't go on any longer. It is, it is over after 32 years. And this is uh, the kind of place that everybody knows each other. It's, you go there. That's where I started doing yoga. That's where I, I learned to do yoga. And I mean, these are just great people. It was a great business and the government, not the, you know, the, the market forces, you know, not the, you know,
1: not, not planet not fitness.
0: fitness, which which will be fine by the way, Charlie Bach, Charlie Baker and his ilk are okay with huge conglomerates. They're okay. They want target and Amazon and Walmart, and Planet Fitness and whatever, all that they want them to thrive. They want to crush the little people like my friends, Diana and Alex, who ran a great business, did the best they could. And by the way, they tried to come back. Here's what happened. You know, he shut down everything. They shut down everything in March. And in June, they teased him and said, maybe we'll let you come back. Maybe we'll let you off the mat. In July, they go to phase whatever it was, two, and, and and they were supposed to be part of that phase. They weren't. They were told it'll be a couple more weeks. They're hanging on by the skin of their teeth, hoping all the members will not go elsewhere or will not just uh, just uh, cancel their membership. Finally, they let them open, but not really, not really. They They put so many regulations, so many guidelines in place that it became impossible. We've heard from other gym owners. We've heard from... Uh, other business owners who say, we're not really, they're not really giving us a chance. When you open a restaurant and you say you can uh, fill it to 25% capacity, that's not really opening a restaurant. That's just teasing these people. Uh, When you open a restaurant and you say, you know, you can have outdoor dining, but you know, you can have only three tables and they have to be six feet apart. And by the way, uh, you can't put a tent up. There's there's another story. We can get to that in the north end, the north end. They're asking the city if they could put a tent up just because it's getting cold and maybe it might be drizzling. And they said, oh, no, no, no tents, no tents for you. These are people fighting to stay alive, fighting to keep their businesses afloat. Their whole lives are invested in these in these businesses. And cavalierly, the government says, "Nah, no tent for you back to the gym they let them open they let them open but not really because you have to make an appointment to go into the gym that's the way it works for every gym in in massachusetts right now you got to sign up they give you 45 minutes or in some cases 55 minutes to go in the gym and you, you leave and someone else goes in because they're limiting the number of people in there you got to wear a mask unless you're quote exerting yourself so you got to wear a mask between like between sets, if you're working out, the the exercise room where the yoga is or aerobics is, is limited to like 25% capacity. So you can have four people in there. It's not viable. People want to remain members and they want to continue to go to the gym, but they don't want to wait in line in the parking lot and go in. And by the way, the machines have to be 14 feet apart. I don't know if you've seen the inside of a gym yet, Cullinane. They're using yellow caution tape. Wrapping it around half the machines, it's uncomfortable. The government, the governor has made it impossible for these people to survive, to do their jobs, to do their, the, the People aren't, you know, the, they're just not going to continue their membership. They're saying, sorry. And these people, my friends who've been in the business for 32 years and done a great job were put out of business, not by not by the virus, not by the virus. But by the reaction to the virus, there's no outbreak at gyms, Great outbreak. If there's no spike, they were testing, uh, taking the temperatures. Same with the hair salons, taking the temperatures when people go in, and 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 you know they had, I don't know, a few thousand people come through the doors in the last couple of months. No, no positives. No outbreak. No spike. No problem. It doesn't matter to these people, it doesn't matter to Baker and Cuomo and Murphy and Lamont. They, they just want to, uh, use this, use this crisis as, uh, as Clinton, as the Clintons once said, never let a crisis go to waste and they're not wasting it. And what Baker is doing is beyond, beyond cruel. It's unconscionable. He's, he's taken the, these people's lives and turned it upside down and taking away everything they've built, their life savings, their their dream, just taking it away and saying, it's for your own good. And I understand, I, I think I understand why he's doing it. The Boston Globe loves him. You know, John and Linda Pazutti, they think he's wonderful. That's important to him. His approval rings up because of those idiot suburban soccer moms who want protection. Help me, protect me, Governor. Help me from this evil virus. These are the morons that put masks on their four-year-olds when they're out in the yard, you know, kicking the soccer ball around. They're ill-informed idiots, which brings me to the Nashville story, which is really the impetus for me jumping on here today because I think, I think this is happening everywhere. If you missed it, the Fox affiliate in Nashville broke a huge story uh, two days ago. Uh, about the lies and the deceit from the, uh, from the governor and the health officials. They closed all the bars. This is Nashville. I mean, bars and restaurants are important in Massachusetts. They are the lifeblood of Nashville. If you've ever been there, the country bars are, are, are why people go there. That's why they have uh, uh, bachelorette parties are very big there. Cause they go to the country bars, they sing, they dance, they have a good time. Um, there was no outbreak at the bars. They did contact tracing, and they found out most of the cases were nursing homes, of course, or at construction sites, oddly enough. And there were a total of, I believe, 20 cases traced to the bars, 20 out of 10s of th- – 20,000 cases. And like something like 20 were traced to the bars. They knew this, and they lied. These were emails – on emails – leaked to the Fox affiliate in Nashville. The governor and his health department knew it and lied, and they kept the bars closed from March till August. They're estimating twenty, 20 two dozen or 25 bars went out of business during this shutdown, during this insane shutdown by the uh, governor, John Cooper there. Uh, how he's not in handcuffs right now, in custody right now, he ruined lives because he wanted to he wanted more power he wanted to raise taxes by the way and he did and so he lied about the bar business the 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 restaurant business in Nashville and i hope he's uh, I, I don't want him defeated at the uh, the ballot box i want him arrested this is insane this guy is forget rest bartenders and and waitresses people own those bars own those restaurants and they're not all Kid Rock or Taylor Swift, some of them were you know, hardworking people who spent a lifetime saving up, buying that bar. This this monster put them out of business, and he lied about it, and he lied about it. And I can't help but think, and and you know as well as I do, um, this is going to happen here. This is going to happen at other places. I mean, maybe Charlie Baker or Marty Walsh were uh, more careful and didn't email it on a on their uh, public email um, on their government email, but I have no doubt that they couldn't explain to you why why uh, gyms that have had no outbreak, no cases, why they have to you have to make appointments and stand t- uh, 14 feet apart. Here's another one: you have to have an entrance and an exit. And this gym that I belong to didn't have an exit. Like everything had to be one way. And they didn't have a door, two doors into the locker room. So they couldn't use the locker room because there wasn't a back door. If you went in one door, you had to go out another door. That's the kind of insane rules they have. As, as I talked about a couple of weeks ago, there was a wedding in Gardner at a hotel. And the governor, the government found out there was dancing at the wedding. So they find the damn hotel. I believe it was $1,500 or $2,000 because they found that someone danced at the wedding. Boston restaurants, you can have uh, tables have to, by the way, another reason North End's in trouble, they measured the distance of the tables in a number of North End restaurants were not fully six feet apart, somewhere like five and a half. That's the kind of frigging state city we're living in right now. They're measuring the distance of tables at an outdoor restaurant and finding them if they're not six feet or more. It's a bad dream for for the the free market, for the- uh, I don't
1: understand why they can't just provide, and obviously Nashville is a completely (laughs) different, crazy scenario, but why can't they provide us transparent data and then
0: allow consumers to make up their- I'll tell you why, because it wouldn't help. It wouldn't work. We all know that most of the- We know more about the virus now than we did when they were doing these- these draconian things back in may and june we know it's a it's it's tar- it targets the elderly the out of shape the obese you'd think they might want to find a way to get gyms up and running again seeing how gyms you know bars and restaurants uh, you know I understand they're not helping people get healthy although mentally maybe they are but gyms you're putting gyms out of business gyms that are there to keep people from getting obese to keep people from getting unhealthy but they don't care. It's the worst uh, example of government overreach of, of government having too much power, at least on a local level that I have ever seen
1: BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to SpaFinder.com slash podcast 15 to save 15%. Or enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout.
0: Can't, it doesn't bother everybody, which is nuts because people don't know what they're talking about. They think that if some 20-year-old you know, uh, goes to the gym to work out, that he might die. You know, he might, oh, he's lifting weights that somebody else lifted. He touched the the, the dumbbell. Someone else, oh, yeah, he might get the virus and die. They're freaking ill-informed, all right? They're stupid. They're stupid. There was no... There is no outbreak. There was no uh, outbreak. There's no contact tracing that could show you that gyms are are killing people. It's like keeping elementary school children home and having parents say, oh, that's good. Better safe than sorry. That's not good. That's terrible. As we've gone over and over and over again, kids need interaction. They need bonding. They need school. They're in much more danger when they're staying home, sitting at home, having none of that than they are going to school. Kids don't get the virus. Kids don't transmit the virus. They don't spread the virus. It's very, very rare. We know that. Hell, people. That, if even if even if there was risk, we're this is America. You're supposed to be able to make a choice here. If you want to go to the gym and take your chances, you should be able to. If you want to go to a, a, a restaurant that has a tent over it, you should be able to. You have these morons like the mayor of Boston say, Oh, no, 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 can't have a tent. I mentioned this earlier this week. Uh, Stuart Varney on Fox Business, his latest estimate is 97,000 small businesses have gone out of business because of this overreaction to the virus. 97,000. I can promise you one thing. Charlie Baker doesn't know a single one of them. And, does, and Ned Lamont doesn't know a single. And even if they did, they would not care. Do you think they know a lot of bartenders, waitresses? Do you think they know a lot of busboys and, and cooks? These people are just ruined. They're, they're, you know, they collect unemployment and they can, they can eventually go to work at Target or go to work at Amazon. One of their distribution centers, those are always hiring. But these restaurants that are like part of the fabric, part of the neighborhood. They're just gone, and they're not coming back, as Springsteen once said. Those jobs are gone, boys, and they aren't coming back. And a guy like Charlie, all these, all these governors—they're just detestable. I mean, this John Cooper in Nashville—you think he's different? You think he's any different than Cuomo or Murphy or Lamont or Whitmer? I I mean, they're—they're all these power-drunk, petty tyrants that don't actually feel the pain of the lives they're ruining. They—they claim to be good liberals. They claim to be good, you know, empathetic people. They're the opposite. They do not give a damn. And sadly, the media cheers them on because, you know, the media is, as I've said many, many times, the media is rooting for the virus. And if the virus has to has to destroy 97,000 small businesses, if if it helps them get their guy elected, they're okay with it. I think someday we'll look back on this in horror. We're always talking these days about who's on the right side of history. I'm going to just make a guess here. Andrew Cuomo was not on the right side of history, and neither is his nitwit brother. These governors and mayors and bureaucrats who are being cheered on by the media, you're on the wrong side of history. You're ruining lives. And I'm not talking about people dying from the virus. We all know, I'm looking at the charts right here in front of me, we all know the the virus is... uh, not what we thought is not as deadly as we thought, at least not for people under sixty, at least not for people who are under 400 pounds. It is not killing them in any great numbers. Uh, we learned to quarantine the elderly, quarantine the vulnerable, let everybody else go to the gym, let everybody else go get a beer with their with their chicken wings if they want. Another rule. I just I'm reading the rules here in Boston. You can't have a live live entertainment in any form. So if some guitar players in the corner, you know, singing, playing a a song, you know, playing Piano Man, I guess that'd be a piano player, they're going to find that restaurant. Now, tell me why. What the hell? What the hell? How does that prevent the virus? How does that stop the spread, flatten the curve if a guy in the corner of the restaurant is playing a guitar? Help me. What's your guess, Dave Cullinane. I would say that we're
1: enticing people to go to the restaurant for What's entertainment wrong with purposes. That? <laughs> no um, I'm kidding. telling
0: you, it's uh, I'm going to go walk through the North end next week and, and, and talk to, and go see our old friend who was almost, you know, who was screaming about how they were going to ruin him in June. And I, and I, I swear to God, we're not going to recognize Boston. We're not going to recognize a lot of these places, New York city. We're not going to recognize our own, you know, towns, because these places that they're putting out of business, they are the town. They're, this gym, it's called Yang's Fitness in, in Andover. That was a place, a towny place that everybody went. Everyone knew you're it just you hung out there. You know, you worked out there. you made friends there and it's gone and it, it'll it be empty. It'll be empty. There'll be nothing there unless Amazon wants to put a distribution center there. It'll be empty, just like all these restaurants All these buildings on Newbury Street and and near Fenway and near the Garden are just gone. And this idiot governor, I shouldn't say he's an idiot, he's smart, he's just diabolical, does not care because he thinks this gives him a chance to flex his muscles, to use his power, to, to, to protect those stupid soccer moms. And the price is, the collateral damage is, 5,000 restaurants and I'm not, I don't know the number of the gyms, but it's probably in the thousands. Of it gyms. is a big great. chains, not the big chains. They'll be fine. But the small neighborhood fitness centers, like the one I've been going to for 25 years, just gone for no I, uh, reason. I'm,
1: I'm all for capitalism and I'm all for innovation, but it does hit home when you talk about, you know, you talk about your local gym who's, who's had this place for 30 plus years they're going out of business, and meanwhile, you know, people who aren't impacted by the pand- pandemic in any way are investing hundreds of millions of dollars into the next at home fitness craze. <laughs> that's what everyone's doing, you know what I mean? It's right. just- well, that's <laughs> the
0: problem. I mean, they're, they're teaching fitness classes online on Zoom, but you can't charge a monthly fee if you can find it somewhere else for free. You can, I mean, you want to do yoga, go ahead, click yoga online right now, you'll find a hundred online yoga classes for any level, you know, half hour, you know, hour, hour and a half. I've done it. That's killing. That's not helping gyms stay afloat. People are, it's hurting. It's hurting. They're saying, why do I need to pay my membership when I could just get online? And and that's
1: where I take it to kind of a personal level. Like imagine being a fan of Steph Curry's, but you own a, you own a gym and you get to, and you're going out of business. And you just read that Steph Curry invested fifty million dollars into Peloton. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's it's just a,
0: it's no, a- Pel- right. Peloton's a good one. I mean, they had uh, they set the world record. They had one class with twenty thousand people in it because people and, and when you invest in a Peloton, you're paying seventy five bucks a month. You're not going to go to the gym. You're going to say I'm I'm cool. I'm home with my Peloton. Pelotons really be- they're right up there with Amazon and, and Target and and Walmart. They're benefiting from this lockdown because all the little people, all those little people that the Democrats claim that they care about, they're all done. They're all, if, and the ones who survive are barely surviving. and they're not going to be investing in their business. They're barely hanging on by their fingertips. They can't do this much longer. We know it's not being transmitted at the gyms and certainly not killing people at the gyms or at the restaurants like Nashville, the restaurants and the bars aren't the problem. The nursing homes which are regulated by the state, which are regulated by the governor. That's where people are dying. That's people like Andrew Cuomo, as we know, are killing the elderly. It ain't the bars, it ain't the restaurants, uh, it's not the it's not the neighborhood gym. I wish people were as outraged as I am. I wish they were as, as sickened by what uh, Baker and Cuomo and Murphy and these tyrants are doing. Unfortunately, the media is as dishonest as ever. They're not telling you the truth. They're saying. Oh, protect us. Lynn. we need him just like the, you know, the USA today, Christine Brennan saying it was the darkest day in big 10 history. Cause they decided to play football. That's madness. That's insane. When you think about it, I say it again, those kids, those college kids, they were practicing. They were going to the gym. They were working out. They were hanging out. All you're doing now is letting them play against another school. And she thinks people are going to die. She, 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 if she thinks that she's stupid, And if she doesn't think that, she's lying. She's lying to us all because it helps her guy, Biden, and hurts Trump. And that's all apparently that matters. I wonder if this weren't an election year. And we know in Massachusetts, Charlie Baker is as determined as anyone to defeat Trump. He hates him. If this weren't an election year, I'll bet you these restaurants, the the rules would be different. The guidelines would be different for these gyms. And there wouldn't be nearly the number of places going belly up. But they're all collateral damage. The big goal is to defeat the evil orange man. But we will uh, we'll get into that. I'm sure I'll hear from more business owners. I've heard from so many that are just heartbroken, frustrated. They're just they're being suffocated by their government, and nobody, or at least not enough people, seem to care. I hope uh, hope you share this. I'd like to share. I'd like this. I'd like people to share this podcast with other business owners. Who are just being destroyed by their own government? Because it's time—it's time for people to get pissed off. It's time for people to fight back. This is disgusting. What is happening? You're going to see all these guys that used to own restaurants and gyms and and, and run gyms. You're going to see them with their little, uh, you know, red Target suit, you know, Target shirt on, we- greeting you as you walk into Target. And you're just going to—and your heart's going to break because they'll survive. You know, they're good, hard-working people their businesses will not. Charlie Baker and other governors have have made sure of that. Why don't we reach out next week and see if Charlie Baker would like to join us? I'd love to talk. I'd love to ask him how many small business owners, how many gym owners that he knows, you know, or maybe, maybe, you know, his driver knows some of them, or maybe one of his uh, servants knows some of them, but he doesn't know any of them and he does not care. It's disgusting, but Anyway, that's our uh, bonus weekend mini podcast. Uh, we this this is commercial free. Another bonus feature. We'll get back into this on Monday. I promise you because it's going to get worse. The rules the, the 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 they're not changing the rules anytime soon. In fact, they've gone the other way in many cases. They've made it harder uh, to for restaurants. They extended the outdoor. The, the waiver to be outdoors till what is it, Christmas? So lots of It's yeah, how stupid these these hacks are. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Boston announced that they would allow the restaurants outdoors to stay open through December something through Christmas. What the hell good is that? Who the hell is going to go outdoor dining? And they asked for a tent. He said no. They, he said you could put heaters up. Outdoor dining in December. You think you're gonna, uh, You think people can survive with outdoor dining in December? We're being controlled not just by these tyrants, these power mad tyrants, by morons who think you know what? We'll let them uh, continue the outdoor dining in the dead of winter. Sure, people are going to line up for that. They're going to pack them in for that. God, we're being we're being controlled, governed by morons, governed by tyrants. It's disgusting. Anyway. Colinane, thanks for uh,
1: thanks for showing up. Oh no worries, no worries. I'm sure we'll have more on it on Monday. I'm sure we'll hear, uh, and I know Turtle Boy was talking about this yesterday a little bit. Just the horror stories of the first week of at-home right.
0: home learning. <laughs> yes, that was one week in. By the way, uh, the whole that whole concept is so bizarre. You got kids, you know, ten-year-olds, five-year-olds in front of their laptops, in front of their laptop. Five-year-olds who are in no danger of the virus at all. And they can't go sit with other five-year-olds, interact, bond, play with other five-year-olds. Because someone in government decided they must be protected from, from something that will have no effect on them at all. It's insane. We've gone insane. And, and I, don't, I can't believe people aren't furious, aren't demanding answers, and aren't promising to vote these bums out. I mean, I'm sure the Nashville guys on the ropes, they should all be embattled. They should all be in danger fearing for their jobs they should all be voted out these people are corrupt they're morally ethically corrupt and it's it's time people woke up open your eyes people look what they're doing to your neighborhoods it's friggin disgusting anyway thanks colinane uh this is a special bonus edition of the callahan podcast i'm jerry callahan and we will talk to you again monday morning
1: Why am I stopping? No one else stops.
0: I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
1: Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer.
0: Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.